Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 5.43. It is really nice to have you with us on this Friday. Nice, long holiday weekend. Everybody off Monday? No. No, we're not off Monday? <laughs> it's Super Wild Card Weekend recap, I know, recap, it's Martin Jerry. Luther King Day. I know we All come right. in, but I think most people are oh, off yes. on Monday. I think so. You are correct. So it is a holiday weekend. Um, and we've got the Giants and the Vikings. Now, we deem this a cool game. Yeah. Uh, Sunday at 4.40. I am... For real, looking forward to this game on a number of fronts. Me too, and they better not disappoint me, the game in general. I think the game will be good. I think the game will be equivalent to what it was last time they played. I think you'll get a lot of scoring. It'll be up and down. That place is, you know, there are a lot of places we talk about visually not pleasing to watch. Minnesota, for whatever reason, and more so this new building as opposed to the Metrodome, which looked like a dump. Like, this place just looks nice, and it's loud. They do the fake snow. I'm, I'm into this. It's going to be fun. Will the Giants score more than 24 points? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Really? I don't. I will tell you my pick later might surprise you. Is that right? It might. It might. It might not. It might not. I want to see the Giants score thirty, at least 30 points. Well, they score against the Colts. They did score. It was like 34, the, the, 35. Yeah. But prior to that, it's like they weren't yeah, even no, scoring 24 points. Like, yeah, come pretty on. Much. I'm aware. I know. You, come you on, bro. Made sure you told us that every week. <laughs> I'm very I don't much know aware. if anyone heard. But now, the thing you've got going for you in this case is, again, the Vikings' defense is not one of the best in the league, so they should be able to get up and down the field, you would think. We'll see. We'll see. It'd be weird, though, like if the Vikings win, like Gio's a Vikings fan. You can't come on and be happy. You'd be pissed off the Giants fans, Jerry. Uh, well, that's his problem, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. We'll cross that you. road when we come to it. Yes. But I mean, uh, a lot of people, I would say most of the money is on the Giants yeah. this weekend. And that's the way it feels. It feels like most people have this as a Giants victory, even though they're on the road and the Vikings have a great record. What I'm surprised about is how many people going into this are looking at the Giants as Daniel Jones is going to make an Eli Manning type of run. Yeah. Now, not for nothing. There's no one that has supported the Giants on this station more than me, other than a Giant fan. And that's going back to the summer, 
training camp, when the season began, everything. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, I have been in their corner from the start of this season. You were all in, Jerry. All in on this, 100%. However, while they were winning games and doing a really nice job of it, until they buried the Colts, it's not like this was an offensive juggernaut. They still were dialed back. I thought, to me, the reason why the Giants were so good this year was because Brian Dable figured out a proper way to run the team. You really feel like there's a difference between a guy that's a head coach and a guy that's a head coach. He looks and plays the part of a real NFL head coach. And I I, I do believe that the Giants are in really good shape for a long time because Shane and Dable are exactly what they needed, and they are football guys, and they know what they're doing. Let's not make the Giants out to all of a sudden be the Joe Montana 49ers or the Kurt Warner Rams. Well, this was my problem like for the last number of years, like in Giants training camp, it was always like this is oh, this is gonna be the year. And then they'd get off to a terrible start. Which oh, for they sure. didn't do this year. But here's a segment, Jerry, I'm calling Put the Team on My Back. Yes. Okay. Saquon. I'm gonna give you three Giants. Which one most importantly, has to put the team on his back. Okay. One, Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Two, Saquon Barkley. Three, Kayvon Thibodeau. I Thibodeau. knew you were going to say Kayvon That's Thibodeau. right, Jerry, because he's calling himself a Wolverine. Yeah, no, and if you think about what he can do to a game, he can make Kirk Cousins' life miserable. The same way the Cowboys, the reason why the Cowboys drilled the Vikings 40-3, to whatever it was, a couple months ago, was because Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons just ruined his life that afternoon. And he never got settled. He was getting the ball rid of the ball a lot faster than he wanted to. And they harassed him. It's, uh, if I got to pick the, you have to I'm pick gonna, one. I'm going to take Jones out of the equation because I don't think he's the answer. I think if he goes and just plays a steady game, they're going to be in good shape. Okay, so uh, Daniel Jones has been removed from put the team on my back. I'm going to say I. Uh, it's either or. I don't think you can. Because here's the thing. If Saquon Barkley goes out there and runs for 200 yards and the Giants have the ball for 42 minutes, then who I believe to be the best player on the field is Justin Jefferson. He is neutralized and irrelevant. If the, unless he, you know, unless they throw for 80-yard touchdown passes every time they get the ball, but I think they're neutralized and the Vikings offense doesn't do anything because the Giants offense is on the field so long. Conversely, if Kayvon Thibodeau is just crushing Kirk Cousins, they're not going to do anything. So if I had to make a pick, I will say Barkley one, Thibodeau two, Jones a distant three because I think Jones will just play a steady game. And then so you so hold on, do it this way, Jerry. Pick your guy, then do the put the team on my back. I would say Saquon Barkley will have to have the mentality of put the team on my back. Then it would be Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm going to put that quarterback on his back. <laughs> and then there's Daniel Jones. Hi, guys. Hey. I put the team on my back. <laughs> put the team on your back. I like Daniel Jones. I really do. I think he'll play well Sunday. Yeah, I'm hoping, Jerry. I am hoping. I want to come in here Monday all pumped up, plus we get another game. Well, look at it this way. If they don't, we have Knicks basketball. No, Jerry, we cannot. I put the team on my back, dude. I put the team on my back, dude. <laughs> Knicks basketball. Do we already know, like, um, if the Giants win, they would go here, if the if Vikings win, they would play. No, because the NFL reseeds. The reseeds the whole thing. I'm almost. I have to double check that now. I'm almost certain they they reseed. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on, and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about: basketball, now golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. 
Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's the interesting thing, and this came up on the program on Boomer and Geo yesterday, that uh, normally on Wild Card Weekend, we do get a wild card upset. Yeah, sure. But it's funny because I don't think the Giants would be an upset. No, I don't. Th- I don't think Giants Vikings is an upset. I don't think. Uh, I think if uh, I would say Miami's an upset. Oh yeah. I think ba- Baltimore would be an upset. I even think Seattle would be an upset. Correct. But Those I don't three. think the Giants are. I think no, people you're right. expect them to win. You're right. Those three are the upsets. And even the Cowboys Bucks. Most people think Tom Brady's going to win. If the Cowboys win, they're supposed to. I'm mean, to be quite honest. And if the Bucks win, they'll say, "Well, it was Tom Brady." So more likely to get a win, Jerry. Seattle. Miami, Baltimore. Seattle. And I don't even think that's likely. Mm. I don't think Baltimore's got a chance in hell, and I don't think Miami should even make the trip, <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> totally totally agree. <laughs> I hate to say that because I think it could be a great game. I, not with him playing quarterback and not in Buffalo and not with the emotions that the Bills are going to have. There's no way. This is going to be like Marino's last game. Oh, man, what'd they lose? 60-something to 62 7? 62-7. to seven, That guess. was in Jacksonville, right? Correct. Mark Brunel? Yeah. yeah. That was that was sad. That was actually, sad. Terrible. That was sad. Sad to watch. Actually, I do remember that game. And who was the head coach of the Jaguars? Tom Coughlin. There you go. How about that? Who was head coach of the Dolphins? Jimmy Johnson. Uh, really? Jimmy Johnson. Is Jimmy Johnson got spanked like that. Mm-hmm. I saw Dan Marino. He was at the last uh, Dolphin game. Yes, they show him on silent. I did see Very him. Very tan. He's in Miami. That is a man who's a little. If you lived large. in Miami, you'd be tan too. Oh, I sure would. Jerry. They have a statue of the guy outside the stadium. <laughs> oh right, he's doing just fine. Oh right. What do you? What would you give? We agree with Baltimore and Miami. What would you give the chances of a? And you got to take into account the weather. Okay. Hmm. What would you put the chances of a Seattle win? I think uh, t- taking into account if there's a monsoon, like we're thinking. You think all bets off 50-50? I think that's a 50-50 ball game. Very interesting. By the way, uh, the rules, postseason overtime rules change. Oh, yeah. It confuses more. Yeah. So (laughs) each team has to possess the ball, even if the first team goes down and scores a touchdown. No, it was really easy. First team to score wins. Well, people always hate it. People hate everything. Come on. Right, then get it done in four quarters. What's wrong with the new rule you put in place? I don't know. It made sense. Well, I don't actually don't think it makes sense, but it worked. Oh, Why were, are we changing it now? Because they were mad at last God. year. Oh, stop. Chiefs Bills when the other uh, How about this? didn't seem to get the ball. Be better than the other team. In four quarters. Jesus, God. Get her it done in four much. quarters. It really is. It's too much, but whatever. All right. Whatever. When we come back, we'll wrap it up, and then Boomer and Gio are here on a big football Friday. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. It is Amy Lawrence talking NFL playoffs. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. A lot of time left as we take you to Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. What else? A weird thing that came out yesterday in the NFL. They said NFL officials are going to be on the lookout for field gold holders illegally placing an object on the field to place the ball on to give it a little bit of leverage to 
kick field. I wonder where further. this comes from, though, because like we see everything in HD now. Yes. Can you think of any time you've seen a guy other than put his finger down? I was he putting a half dollar down? Or something? Well, they said like even a quarter would right. give it. A, they said they they see video of of people picking something up. Hmm. All right, I suppose I would think that's got to be a pretty heavy coin. Because the turf would still make it, I don't know. I'd run out there with one of those, uh, with the thing that they use on kickoffs. The just, black tee? <laughs> yeah, just place the ball right on that one. I yeah, took I don't think snap. that's allowed anymore. Or ever has been in the NFL. I don't understand as a kicker, why can you kick off the tee? You could kick it 80 yards into the end zone. Because they get a running start. And that's illegal for a field goal, Jerry? Well, you get blocked. <laughs> These guys what are trying mean? to kill you. You can't run. You can't have a 10-yard start with them still charging you. Are you nuts? Come on now. They block them routinely as it is, and you get like three steps. Oh, I see what you're saying. The amount of time it would take them yes. to run up. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.